progressivism in action. Introduction, they're back. Eat progressive equity dog shit hypocrisy. Judicial Watch recently uncovered documents confirming that the progressive corporate media pressured the Capitol Police not to reveal that an aneurysm was the real cause of Ryan Sicknick's death. They feared disclosing this information would constrain their ability to inflame public opinion and decrease Trump's impeachment chances. The FBI also reported that there was no evidence of a planned insurrection or the presence of any weapons. Undaunted by facts, Pelosi, Schumer, Biden, and the progressives continued to politicize and investigate January 6 in perpetuity for political gain. Desperate to portray Trump supporters as domestic terrorists, the king, queen, and their senile court jester, Biden, hypocritically smirked while calling them thugs, white supremacists, murderers, and insurrectionists. They demand that their political opponents be put on a terrorist watch list, made enemies of the state, stripped of their rights, and shown no mercy. Like a third world country, their counterparts at the DOJ and intelligence agencies have obliged by jailing and bankrupting mega-supporters without trial. Conversely, Pelosi, Schumer, Biden, and the progressives have defended their communist BLM and Antifa thugs for years, while according to Project 21, they violently attacked and injured people over 574 times, injured over 2,000 police, burnt and looted businesses, and destroyed over $6 billion in private and public property over a 24-month period. Schumer, Pelosi, Biden, and the progressives have advocated for Marxist BLM paintings on our public buildings and roads. They provide their thugs with Freedom Fund bail money, enabling them to remain on the streets, looting, destroying, and assaulting Americans. They call the National Guard, who are defending us against armies of progressive thugs, Hitler's stormtroopers. They threaten to destroy our Constitution and centralize power by releasing the progressive whirlwind on SCOTUS, packing the Supreme Court, and eliminating the Electoral College and Senate filibuster. While claiming to be defenders of our democracy, they mimic totalitarian communist countries by putting on show trials to persecute their political opponents, instill fear, and oppress freedom and liberty. For instance, January 6 protesters, school board meetings, Roger Stone, Manafort, Flynn, Trump, and the IRS. Pelosi, Schumer, and Biden are the real thugs, the head swamp stench of the Progressive Party's corrupt government. They are the shills for the global corporate elite ruling class progressive pigs. They are using voter fraud, citizen extortion, and Soros's BLM and Antifa thugs to steal our country for financial, personal, and political gain. They need to be in prison and shown no mercy. They emulate Mitt Romney's 1980s corporate raiders, except this time they plan to raid and gut the entire country. Instead of first purchasing and then gutting our infrastructure, the global pigs are stealing our country outright. They propagandized their Marxist ideologies using their corporate-owned media, financed and manipulated our election laws to take control of our government, and now are exploiting Senate reconciliation rules to pass bills that will solidify their legal hold on our country. Replicating the corporate raiders' playbook, they first gained control, second, they shut down most of the country and laid off workers, Third, started the exportation of our businesses and jobs. Four, commenced stripping our country of its assets like treasury, pensions, social security, Medicare, and intellectual property. And fifth, facilitated selling off our country's real estate to global conglomerates including public lands, individual personal property, public and private buildings, commodities, and minerals. One of their operational spearheads is George Soros. He belongs to a Fabian cult obsessed with creating a one-world global order that is remade in their image. While residing in the U.S., Soros has publicly claimed that the main obstacle to a stable and just world is America. 
In truth, the U.S. is the main obstacle in his desire to destabilize, reorder, and control the world. Soros has worn out his welcome in over 15 countries after he attempted to destroy them. He is responsible for the U.K.'s Black Wednesday, in which he made $1.5 billion destabilizing the sterling. Hungary enacted Stop Soros legislation. He is permanently banned from doing business in China, Hungary, Malaysia, Pakistan, Philippines, Poland, Russia, Turkey, and the U.K., to name a few. Progressive Marxists, however, welcome him into the U.S. with open arms. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken and his family have strong ties with George Soros. They built the building that houses his Open Society Institute, and if not official, Anthony is like a godchild to him. Soros is probably running our State Department. He is reshaping our justice system and has channeled millions into local district attorney campaigns in over 20 states to elect social justice state's attorneys. Across the country, citizens suffer with DAs like Gascon, who eliminated L.A.'s gang unit, leaving gangs to freely roam the streets of L.A. while he strips citizens of their guns. Across the country, citizens suffer with state's attorneys like Cook County's Kim Fox, who initially dropped all charges against Jesse Smollett and refuses to prosecute murder cases that are recorded on video, claiming lack of evidence. Soros sponsors hundreds of politicians and organizations globally, all of which are meant to bring down and destabilize governments to further his Fabian One World Order global agenda. It is well known he is financing the European immigrant invasion, and he has given well over $1 million to the group People Without Borders who are organizing the caravans that are invading the U.S. The fact that Soros gave millions of dollars to Biden's election campaign might be the reason Biden has opened our borders and has allowed millions of third world indigents to invade our country. The fact Soros controls the DNC might be the reason for the progressive sudden reversal on immigration. Republicans seem to purposely miss progressives' motivation. It's not only because progressives hate capitalism, Trump, and America, it's also because they're controlled by Soros and the global corporate elite progressive ruling class pigs and their one world order domination. In six short months, Biden, Secretary of State Blinken, Department of Homeland Security Mayorkas, woke Chief of Staff General Milley, Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin, and the Congressional Progressives have again shackled us to the same failed global corporate elite ruling class progressive pig policies that Trump just unshackled us from. The renewed China, Russian, Iran, North Korea, and Afghan aggression. The failed Paris Climate Accord and Iran Treaty. The reoccurrence of foreign and domestic radical militants like the Taliban, Al-Qaeda, ISIS, BLM, Antifa, and Mexican cartels. The reoccurrence of open borders, millions of illegal invaders, refugees, and criminals. No bond and prisoner release policies and defunding the police. Then after unleashing countless criminals on an unprotected and defenseless public, they enact gun control. They have suppressed COVID therapeutics and instituted unscientific totalitarian lockdowns and mask mandates that have increased and prolonged COVID and destroyed over one-third of our small businesses. They have rigged and federalized our election laws and are usurping private property through rent moratoriums. They have again destroyed our energy sector, causing high-cost energy and gasoline, and have taken us from energy independence back to foreign energy dependence. They have socialized our government with reckless spending deficits, created a massive new progressive dependent welfare state that has caused high taxes, unemployment, and inflation. They've again weaponized the IRS, DOJ, intelligence agencies, and bureaucrats to target attacks, suppress and jail their political opponents and conservative donors, turning them into criminals. 
They form fascist corporate government alliances to eliminate civil liberties, free speech, gun rights, and fair elections. They are self-proclaimed Marxists who support Marxist critical race theory, find it necessary to control every aspect of our lives, and are still arrogant enough to claim they are defenders of democracy. Whatever these moronic Marxist hypocrites touch, they ruin, leaving a path of destruction in their wake. Their lust for power and money is insatiable, and they will do and say anything to keep it. They mimic the French aristocrats prior to the French Revolution and hopefully will receive the same justice. To maintain power, push their insane policies, strip you of your freedom, and usher in Soros's one-world Marxist order, progressives like a flock of chicken littles scream in unison, the sky is falling. They hysterically sensationalize lies like climate change, racism, black genocide by police, white privilege, white supremacy, voter suppression, insurrection, COVID deaths, and immigrant whippings. They manufacture crisis by eliminating bail, prisons, and deportations, then release criminals and illegal aliens on the streets. They promote looting, violence, crime, and allow the mentally ill to roam aimless and homeless. They open borders to fund police, generate COVID, racial, gender, and police hysteria, then blame guns for the increased crime and chaos that they deliberately create. Like cheap jailhouse cons, they're playing you. They shut down our energy and economy, then impose dependent Marxist government-controlled welfare programs like rent and student loan moratoriums, prolonged unemployment benefits, and child tax credits. Obsessed progressives can't leave you alone. They must control you and transform America. For example, 90% of American Indians polled had no problem with the name Washington Redskins, but racism really wasn't their objective. Like bullies flexing their muscle, they had to manufacture a crisis, force a name change, and make you eat their equity dog shit. Pelosi, Schumer, Biden, and the progressive pigs deny travel to unvaccinated U.S. citizens, but block Texas Governor Abbott's executive order to stop unvaccinated illegals from traveling. They mandate vaccinations for U.S. citizens, but not for illegals crossing our borders. Progressives insist on photo ID proof for vaccinations, but not for voting. California's Governor Newsom requires verified signatures on all recall ballots, but not at the ballot box. Progressive Cory Bush, Democrat Missouri, led a mob to Mark McClowski's house, where they threatened to burn it down, kill him, his wife, and their dog. The only people arrested for this incident were the McClowskis for brandishing weapons while on their own property defending themselves and their property from the mob. Bush later testified at Trump's impeachment trial, accusing Trump of inciting a riot. Progressives love rubbing your nose in their two-tier justice system. Trump was solving our problems. Now Biden and the progressives are back screwing things up. Domestically, Biden was warned what would happen if he defunded the police. Recently, The Guardian reported that the U.S. had the largest annual increase in murders in six decades. The FBI Uniform Crime Report indicates that 21,570 homicides and 1.3 million violent crimes were committed in 2020, a 29.4% and 5% increase, respectively, from 2019. Still, the progressives march on, using their bureaucrats and federal agencies to centralize, federalize, and politicize our local government's police force and organizations. Like Maduro and Chavez replaced Venezuelan police with their biker thugs, the progressives want to replace our local police with Antifa and BLM thugs. Unconstitutionally, they use DOJ to suppress First Amendment free speech and turn political opponents into domestic terrorists. They locked up January 6 protesters for months without trial. They criminalized parents who spoke out to protect their children against Marxist social critical race theory indoctrination and unscientific mask and vaccine mandates. 
Israel, Denmark, UK, and many other studies indicate masks and lockdowns have increased COVID cases. Under Biden, just nine months into his 2021 term, COVID deaths are already higher than in all of 2020, yet they tyrannically march on. According to the Washington Examiner, economists warned the progressives that the massive government $1.9 trillion American Rescue Plan Act would cause inflation. And sure enough, the New York Post reported it's already costing the average American household an extra $175 a month. Biden was told if they clamped down on oil and gas production, we would face an energy crunch, and even CNN recently reported that oil has risen 4% in one week with no signs of easing. Reuters reported that gas prices are at a seven-year high, and the Wall Street Journal reported that natural gas shortages have set off a scramble for energy ahead of winter. The ruling class pigs don't care because they believe they're essential and the rules don't apply to them. While they jump on their private jets, they claim it's better for humanity if the unwashed, polluting peasants stay home, starve, and freeze. The progressives knew if they kept welfare payments going, businesses would lack employees. A recent Bloomberg headline read, U.S. payroll growth misses big again, with smallest gain of year. Without employees, our supply chains are down. Christmas gifts will be the least of your worries when your family has no food. But it's all right because the Washington Post reported that Americans have been living too high on the hog for too long, that the peasants need to start lowering their expectations and preparing for the new world order communist lifestyle. Obama was told taxpayers would shoulder student loan debt when he federalized student loans, but he didn't care. Biden has now transferred $3.5 billion of student loan debt to taxpayers by canceling 325,000 disabled borrowers' student loans. While they're annihilating the lower and middle class and willfully disregarding U.S. citizens, they're feeding the poor morphine subsidies to make it painless when it's their turn to go. Party over people, comrades. Military leaders verified in congressional hearings that Biden was informed of the consequences of pulling out of Afghanistan, but he did it anyway. Near the end of the botched withdrawal, the Biden administration killed 10 innocent civilians, including seven Afghan children, in a botched drone strike while trying to cover for his inept policies, which went awry. As a first installment to pay for his mistakes, Biden, his progressives, and 19 rhinos have burdened American taxpayers with $6.3 billion in a continuing resolution to resettle over 150,000 Afghan refugees in the U.S., coming soon to a neighborhood near you. Also included is $1.6 billion to resettle illegal immigrants, provide money for critical race theory, and to fund vaccine mandates, none of which did the rhinos or Republicans bother to share with the American people. According to Axios, Erica Moynas, Panama's Minister of Foreign Affairs, warned Biden of the Haitian invasion of the U.S. months before it occurred. We now have tens of thousands of unvetted Haitians roaming our streets and collecting government benefits, with tens of thousands more on their way. They were granted amnesty in other countries, but Biden offered them better benefits to be paid for by the American taxpayers to come here. According to the Wall Street Journal, Biden now plans on giving every illegal $450,000 to $1 million in reparations because they were detained at the border and separated from their families while illegally breaking into our country. Knowing that their massive, baseless, insane policies have and will continue to obliterate our society, they unapologetically continue their lustful Captain Crunch march of absurdity towards more money and power. 
It's a foregone conclusion that when their disastrous campaigns go awry, void of emotion, they'll flush their incompetent diarrhea on the poor and middle class, forcing them to pay the price for their psychosis. The global corporate elite ruling class progressive pigs want to rule the world but can't wipe their own asses. They destroy everything they touch, democracies, economies, energy, education, and foreign policy. If Biden and his progressive Marxist pigs aren't made to suffer consequences for their actionable conduct, they will never stop ramming their insane destructive policies down our throats. Like the Taliban, the only thing they understand is systemic therapy. The conservative media doesn't grasp that the progressives don't care about their sinking poll numbers or the crisis they created at the border in Afghanistan, in the economy, or in the energy sector. They don't give a damn if they're exposed rigging elections, especially California's. They don't care how hypocritical they look when they threaten to impeach Trump after they dared him to ignore numerous Obama judge court orders that they imposed. Now they completely ignore Supreme Court orders to reinstate the stay in Mexico policy, to remove their illegally imposed rent moratoriums, and to follow the COVID vaccine mandate injunctions. They don't care if their propaganda is truthful or righteous, but only that it's effective in advancing their Marxist-Fascist agenda. They play by Sololinsky's Marxist rules, not by our constitutional laws. They're backed by the intelligence agencies, DOJ, courts, global corporations, big tech, and their corporate-controlled media. They don't care what the Supreme Court thinks. They certainly don't care what you think, and if you become a nuisance, they'll destroy you. Once the Build Back Better Reconciliation Bill is passed, they'll have fait accompli with a complete government takeover in the Marxist transformation of America. Terrified that the global elite ruling class corporate media and progressives will vilify them, the worthless, gutless, sellout Republicans quietly line their pockets while they idly stand by and watch the Marxists take over our country. Worse, they validate the progressives' insane assertions by participating in their manufactured crisis. Republicans bought the Marxist lie that we need police reform. The Washington Post, however, found that in 2020, of the 50 million police interactions and 10 million arrests, only 18 unarmed blacks were killed. This means an unarmed black was killed in one thirty-six thousandths of 1% of all police interactions, hardly an epidemic in need of reform. Republicans conceded to the Marxist lie that white supremacy needs to be investigated. However, the Wall Street Journal found that exactly zero people were killed by white supremacists in 2021, and Heather McDonald of the Manhattan Institute found that blacks commit 88% of the interracial crime. Additionally, the FBI virtually found no white supremacy and asserted that environmental groups commit more domestic terrorism than white supremacists. The FBI was dismantling their white supremacist unit until Biden, the DOJ, A.G. Garland, and the progressives decided they needed to manufacture another non-existent campaign crisis and kept the unit intact. Unfortunately for them, when addressing the issue, they cannot find any white supremacist names or organizations. Maybe instead of trying to be woke, they should wake up. The corporate elite ruling class progressive pigs always need to create racial chaos to maintain power. When reporting on Robert E. Lee's statue removal, John Scott of Fox News referred to Charlottesville as the place where the white supremacist rally took place. No, this is where George Soros' Antifa terrorists used counterinsurgency to disrupt another pro-American demonstration, just like they did in Portland at the January 6th rally and across the country. Adding insult to injury during Scott's report, the Fox News crawler claimed that Capitol Policeman Sicknick died after being struck on the head with a fire extinguisher. No, that was fake news. 
His own family and Judicial Watch reported that he died from an aneurysm unrelated to the January 6th rally. By validating progressive propaganda, Fox News played right into their Marxist hands. Does this represent Fox News' opinion? Rhino Kevin McCarthy also accused Trump of being culpable in the January 6th protest, and old reliable sellout Senator Cruz, currying progressive media favor, accused January 6th protesters of being violent terrorists. No, the January 6th Capitol Hill counterinsurgency was another progressive Saul Alinsky tactic, a Charlottesville 2.0 repeat. One counterinsurgency tactic of the FBI, DOJ, and militant progressive organizations is to covertly insert themselves into a social movement that influence its outcome by either disrupting or encouraging their activities. They used these tactics during the Civil Rights Movement, the 1968 Democratic Convention riots, the Russian collusion hoax, Charlottesville, Michigan Governor Whitmer's kidnapping plot, and the January 6th protest, among others. Many Republicans agree with the Marxists that we need punitive climate change measures when U.S. CO2 emissions have fallen to 1993 levels. They side with progressives on looser election laws, even though legitimate reform has increased minority voting by 11 to 17 percent. Republicans get played by progressive Saul Alinsky tactics, then run away in fear, reiterating progressives' talking points. Republicans need to stop talking and acting like pansies. As noted by Duke of Wellington, as Lord Chesterfield said of the generals of his day, I only hope when the enemy reads the list of their names, he trembles as I do. The global corporate elite ruling class progressive pigs are deliberately planning destruction and mayhem. Devoid of thought, care, and authority, they are dismantling our constitution, culture, legal system, rights, liberties, free markets, businesses, private property, foreign policy, sovereignty, borders, prisons, and police. They are raiding our treasury, recklessly spending, taxing, regulating, and buying votes using a taxpayer-funded socialized welfare state. The Reconciliation Bill is their latest boondoggle to finish the destruction and transformation of America. It is an everlasting global corporate elite ruling class progressive pig one-party rule power and money grab that pushes $5.5 trillion in spending and $3 trillion in new taxes. This bill does more than create reckless inflationary spending that devours the poor and middle class and lines the pockets of the corrupt elite progressive pigs. It includes every progressive wish list over the last 20 years and endless Marxist one-party rule policies. Even Nancy Pelosi admits the bill is more about policies than money. The progressives are fine with cutting the cost of the bill from $3.5 trillion to $1.5 trillion by limiting the duration from 10 to 5 years and using other accounting tricks. They understand that once it passes, it will be impossible to be revoked, and these policies will put them in power and control forever. Progressives are desperate to rush through the Build Back Better bill before the next election, hoping people will become hooked on their opiated government subsidies. Americans are waking up to their destructive device of lies and totalitarian policies. They are crashing in the polls in their last chance to transform America into a fascist, aristocratic, totalitarian society is to temporarily redistribute other people's money and amass illegal immigrants. Just a glimpse inside the contents of the bill reveals the progressive Marxist real intent is to take federal control of housing, immigration, environment, voting, unions, means of production, and non-work required cradle-to-grave progressive welfare-dependent spending policies. The progressives in Democrat clothing are still trying to push this bill through in its entirety. 
If they can't, they plan to break it into pieces and pass the parts individually. And if they can't pass a part, as Biden said, they'll change the rules. Note, deprogram the progressive program is a free primer offered below on this website. I recommend that you read it, and I constantly reference it throughout this document using this format, CDP chapter title page number. I wrote the primer over one year before Mark Levin's great book, The American Marxist, was published. While both documents discuss the Marxist evolution concept, Mark's book goes into greater detail than my primer, but we both reference many of the same authors.